0: glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Jesus said the God kind of faith works by saying, believing, doubting not in the heart. See now, you have to develop in that. It doesn't come overnight. It won't happen just because you say it three times. It won't happen because you say it a week. In fact, it won't happen just because you say it. But yet, saying it is involved in working the principle of the God kind of faith. That's the way the faith of God is released with spoken words. Then number six, under why we should confess the word of God, it puts the angels to work for you. Now, I don't know whether you realize this or not, but the angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who are heirs of salvation. That's us, isn't it? See, Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14 says that. And it's important that we understand that because the angels are listening to what you say. Now, if you don't believe they are, you just read the scriptures, you'll find out that Zacharias provoked an angel. And he was struck dumb for nine months couldn't speak a word. You know why it happened? Because he wouldn't believe what God said to him through the angel. God sent his word to him through the angel and he wouldn't receive it. He said, you're going to have to give me a sign. He said, we're going to give you a sign, all right. (laughs) You won't be able to speak until the day it comes to pass. Well, see, God knew if you don't get his mouth shut up with all that unbelief, it will never come to pass. Well, somebody said, well, Brother Caps, if I provoke my angel, will I go to heaven? Yeah, you'll go to heaven, but you might go in the morning. <laughs> Balaam provoked an angel, and he fully intended to cut his head smooth off. I mean, that wasn't a love swipe. Hadn't been for that talking donkey, he would have. <laughs> See, there's hope for you. God used a donkey. <laughs> Hallelujah. The angels are listening to what you say. Now, let me show you something. Here, Turn there to Hebrews, the first chapter. I was going to just pass over this, but it's important that you see this in your Bible. Let's read verse 14. Are they not all ministering spirits? We're in the first chapter. We're going to read the last verse of the first chapter of Hebrews, and then we'll go to second chapter. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Well, what have we just heard? That the angels are ministering spirits. To minister for, not to, for those who are heirs of salvation. See, when you go into a restaurant, a waitress ministers for you. She listens to what you say. What you say determines what she brings. Isn't that right? I mean, don't blame it on her if you said it and she brought it. Well, I didn't mean to get that. I really meant to get buttered toast instead of dry toast. Well, you oughtn't have said dry toast. You see what I'm saying? There's people saying a lot of things they don't mean. Then they wonder why it happened. Now, understand, I'm not saying it happened just because you said it once. But now listen to what he says, Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression receive a just recompense of reward. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Now here's where we'll probably depart from anything you've ever heard about this verse of Scripture. He is not talking about being born again here in the context of this. Of course it could include that. He is talking about deliverance that comes by the ministry of angels. See, that's the whole context of it. He's not talking about salvation in the context here. I mean just being saved. See, salvation means more than just being saved. It means deliverance, preservation, healing, and soundness. How shall we escape in this earth with all the wickedness that's going on in the earth? People shooting other people on the freeway. How do you know whether they like the way you're driving or not? I mean, how are you going to keep them from shooting you? I mean, people will cut your throat for 50 cents. Some of them would if it wasn't for your angel. How will we escape in this earth if we neglect so great a deliverance that comes by the ministry of angels? They did in the Old Testament. They did in the New Testament. They put Peter in jail and the angel let him out. But I want you to notice he was sleeping there. He wasn't wearing and fretting and crying and bawling and squalling. The angel had to kick him in the side to wake him up. And they're fixing to pull his head in the morning. Now, brother, he's resting in his faith, isn't he? And he got delivered. Well, now let's go to another passage of Scripture then. In Psalms 103, let's look at verse 19 and 20. The Lord has prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments. Now, what do the angels do? They do his commandments. Now, the word commandments here is used all through the Psalms as statutes, the word of God. In other words, the angels look over, watch over the word of God to see that it comes to pass. Now, the angels know what God has said. God has said that a man shall have whatsoever he saith, if he believe, if he doubt not in his heart, and if he believes what he is saying will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. It's the law of faith. That is the law of faith. It'll just happen that way. Now you may wish to God it didn't, but it will. Eventually it'll happen that way. That's why words are so important. Here he says, The angels excel in strength, and they hearken to the voice... Of God's Word. They do His commandments, hearkening unto the voice of God's Word. Well, now, this is the Word of God, isn't it? I mean, the things that are in this Bible in red, that's the things Jesus said. And Jesus said, I speak only that which I hear my Father say. So we know God said this, or Jesus wouldn't have said it. Now, let me show you something. We can put this Bible up to this microphone, and let's see what it says. I didn't hear a thing, did you? See, it has no voice. But it's the Word of God, isn't it? But you see, they hearken to the voice. Now, this word voice can be translated sound. They hearken to the sound of God's Word. In other words, you've got to give it voice. Now, if you study what God said concerning the children of Israel, He said they could not enter in because of their unbelief. The gospel was preached to us as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. In other words, they wouldn't give any sound to God's word. They knew what God said, but they wouldn't voice it. Now get a hold of this. When you say what God says, the angels hearken to the voice of the sound of God's word. I mean, you can wish to God that you'd be blessed financially and spiritually and just hope that God had come to pass. And you can pray that God will bless you financially. But if you're saying, Dear God, I'll never get a good job. I always get laid off if I ever do get one. Nothing ever works for me. I guess it's not God's will for me to have anything. Your angels just heard you. And they're satisfied to let you rest in poverty. Doesn't make them any difference. But if they hear you saying what God said, Thank God I've given and it is given unto me, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Thank God I sow bountifully and I reap bountifully and my God has made all grace abound toward me. Thank God He's given His angels charge over me. They keep me in all my ways and my pathways lie, and there is no death. I'll live and do the works of God. I'll live and not die and do the works of God. You've given the angels assignment they hearkened to the voice of God's Word. You just gave it voice. And they just went to see that it comes to pass. That's their job. That's what they're assigned to do. Oh, hallelujah. You missed a good place to shout. (laughs) Now, turn with me right quick over to Revelation. Turn to Revelation, the 22nd chapter. Well, I've done it again. I've preached from Genesis to Revelation today. Praise God. Now, notice John in verse 8 says, I, John, saw these things and heard them, and when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. Then saith he unto me, See thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant. Did you catch that? This angel said, I am your fellow servant. They are servants of ours. And of thy brethren the prophets. Well, if that didn't get you, this other one will get you. And of them that keep the sayings of this book. He is a fellow servant, not to be worshipped, not to pray to angels, not to worship angels, but they're listening to what you say. And oh dear God, there's so many people that provoke their angel by saying what the devil said. And you know the angel, it doesn't matter to him. It doesn't matter what happens to you. I mean his job is to see that the word of God comes to pass and Jesus said, he'll have whatsoever he saith, if he believe, if he doubt not, in his heart believes what he says will come to pass. So when you say these things, the angel takes that as being your will for that to come to pass. Now, he's not going to go out there and make a lot of things come to pass that doesn't agree with the Word of God. But he'll stand right there and watch it happen and say, well, I don't know why he wants that to happen. But, you know, he said that that old car was going to be the death of him yet. <laughs> and if that's the way he wants to go to glory, I don't care. He'll ride on the fender and jump off and let it happen, you know. Let the drunk run the stoplight. Doesn't matter to him. But thank God, if you say, thank God, the angels have charge over me. They keep me in all my way. They bear me up, lest I dash my foot against a stone. Then they are listening to what you say, and they'll go and be busily about to see that what you said will be what will happen. Hallelujah. Can you say Amen. Now, before I leave the broadcast today, I'll remind you all this week our offer is book offer number 7509, Faith and Confession, 265-page paperback for $16 plus $4 postage and handling. Now, this is a book of practical application. I've operated in these principles for 30 to 40 years, and I know what I have put in this book is the Word of God. And Jesus backs it up with the things that he did. You see Jesus calling things that are not as though they were in all of his ministry. And we have a whole chapter in the back of this book on calling things that are not as though they were. What does that mean? You call things that are not manifest as though they were manifest until they are manifest. And that's the principle of the Bible. You see Jesus operating in it in all of his ministry. A storm came on the lake and they woke him up and told him what the devil said. We're all going to drown. And he gets up to the front of the boat and he looks out in the face of that storm and calls peace. But there was none. But then there was. And then he looks at the waves and said, be still. They weren't still at that point, but then they were. What was he doing? He was calling the thing that was not there as though it was there and it did come and there was a great calm. You can calm the storms in your life the same way and I did in my life years ago started back in the early 70s got a hold of these principles and it changed my life forever and I'm telling you the confession of God's word that means saying what God said in his word about you regardless of your situation I called abundance when I was so poor I couldn't hardly pay attention and that's the truth and I said I have abundance and no lack because I saw in the word that that was the promise of God I had given, it was given unto me, good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Well, I'd like to preach the whole book here, but I'll tell you, this book will change your life. It's a 265-page paperback, Faith and Confession. That offer is book offer number 7509 for $16 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $20. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Couch reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400.